Today's podcast is brought to you by nobody, because we don't have any sponsors. back everybody to another episode of our wives our friends with your host tyler and eric and today we have our guest star back by popular demand cody say hi cody <laughs> hey guys how's it going <laughs> uh what are we talking about today well i think we're going to talk about some of our hobbies some, some dad hobbies dad hobbies or not dad hobbies a little of both maybe yeah i mean everybody's different you know yeah. Dad hobbies may bleed into uh, personal hobbies. Well, I mean, it's just like hobbies that we've kind of had since we were young, or now that we do, like what we can get away with, I think is the, <laughs> when we have time to do. Because right. I have a lot of hobbies that I like to do that I, I just don't have the time to. Time is the biggest thing right there. Time is everything. Yeah. So what are, what are, your, what are your summer hobbies, Cody? Uh, well, let's start with like, uh, even just last night, I, uh, I went fishing, love to go fishing. I don't do it enough, but like, same, I was out till two o'clock in the morning trying to fish for catfish and, uh, all we caught was little tiny baby catfish. So it's disappointing. It is disappointing, especially, you know, you risk getting, uh, stabbed in the hand because I have barbs yep, right. on, on the top and on the sides of them. And they don't, they don't have scales either. They have a flesh. So when you like skin a catfish, it's a lot different than a normal fish. You actually have to skin it like you would an animal. Did you know that? Yeah. I uh, I like fishing as well. I actually, I took my son fishing a couple weeks ago. We had a pretty good time. We uh, we caught a fish on every cast. So he had a great time, but he also fell in the pond. So damn, tell me, and he can't <laughs> swim. <laughs> So he, he was just really swim? excited. He's running around. Yeah, he can't he can't swim by himself. So he did you, you know. have to jump in after him? Well, I went with uh, I went with my stepdad, and he 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 hopped in after him and got him out there. So we had a good time. It was a blast. But you know, fishing is always a good way. I I do like fishing too. It's just like like same thing with everything. Is like I can't go fishing every weekend. Right. You know, I wish I could. Like that's like the ultimate dad hobby though. Is like fishing. Yeah, and sometimes it's uh, a little a little uh, weird to go by yourself, and so you guys try to try you would try to grab another dad to come with you, and then sometimes the schedule conflicts, and that has to play into uh, having time. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't think I've I don't think I've really gone fishing by myself. Now that you bring that up, yeah. always like with somebody or a think, group of people or whatever. Yeah, no, I think it'd be kind of peaceful going by yourself, though. Now, now I want to. I want to get, like, a boat and a kayak and just go by myself and go fishing. Yeah. What about, uh, do you go, uh, do you ever fish in the ocean or just mostly freshwater stuff? Yeah, recently I went um, ocean fishing. We chartered a boat um, at uh, Morrill Bay. And uh, we had a good, really good time. Caught our limit. Uh, a friend of ours got sick, which is a big thing. Yeah, when you, when you go on the boat out. Yeah, the sea sickness, sea sickness stuff. Yeah, yeah, you pretty much got to take that Dramamine like two days before you go, and like consecutively be taking it, and then and then you'll be fine. 
but a, a friend of ours got sick and we ended up catching our limit and his limit and he only fished for probably 10 minutes in the in the just four th- hour trip just so, hanging uh, over the boat throwing up the whole time yeah or in the galley just leaned over trying to drink water and <laughs> yeah it was, i felt really bad because you pay so much money right to do this thing and and you want to enjoy it and you want to have a good time but at the same time that you can't control whether or not you're going to be sick and i mean even even if you prepped beforehand like like i said several days beforehand um you don't know how you're going to react i mean this is my first time too and i ended up looking out and because i did two days beforehand i started taking the the drama mean and stuff mm-hmm. like that it worked out because for some odd reason it just worked out and i had a good time and and, and i caught several fish several you know several lean cod and stuff like that and i was gonna say rock fish probably rock yeah. cod, yeah oh yeah for sure i mean i didn't catch a biggest fish on the boat but like still had a great time Girl, i caught a fucking shark but, but <laughs> I, <laughs> I reeled that bad boy in <laughs> But I imagine if if I was sick the whole time, that would have just really sucked and pretty much waste your money. Yeah, you almost feel bad for that guy along for the ride, you know, because you're out in the middle of the ocean. You know, the whole boat's not going to turn around for this, you know, this guy. He's just got to rough it out. (laughs) And I've done it. I haven't done it recently now that I'm, like, older. So I wonder how, like, if I have my sea legs, you know, I wonder if I'm going to get sick. I'm just curious. Like, when I was younger, I don't remember really getting sick. But maybe it's changed since I've gotten older. Yeah, you know, if it's been a while since you've been out there. Yeah, it's not, it's not something I've done all the time. Is go take a boat off you know, the ocean into the ocean very often. So yeah, no, I've been salmon fishing when I was younger. That was a lot of fun. Uh, we'd go salmon fishing and then throw a couple of crab pots out the side I've, of the boat. And kind I've of, done that. I've been crabbing before. That's pretty fun. Yeah, you know, we went out salmon fishing, but on the way out there, you throw the crab pots out, and then on the way back in, you just pull them up and see what you got at the end of the day. I went, I actually went crabbing when I was young off of, in, off of Seattle. Oh, wow. Yeah, we did it up in the channels up in Seattle. I have family that lives up there yeah. uh, on Whidbey Island. We actually did it. It was kind of cool. You're like setting out your traps, and there's like whales going. Pretty dope. Yeah, and it's funny because, you know, you throw it out there and then, you know, it's always kind of a mystery. You know, you're pulling this thing up to see see what comes up. What'd you just guys like use, shows. What'd you guys use as bait for the fish or the uh, crabs? Uh, just some kind of fish chum. We I used, know. Um, I remember it was raw, chi- like raw chicken legs. Oh, really? Yeah. they oh. love. I don't know. For whatever reason, they love it. Interesting. Yeah. Just we just like zip tied it to the inside of the, the crab cage. Have, uh, have you guys been uh, like tuna fishing ever? No. That's on my no. kind of fishing like, bucket list. Like big game, big game fishing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's on my fishing bucket list. I want, I a, I want a marlin. Cool. Put up a big old marlin on the wall. Yeah, that'd be sick. Barracuda. A lot of work. Piranha. I've seen people like online trying to pull in marlin and stuff like that. They're yeah, I mean, like they're hours. working at it and in hours, hours working at it. Yeah, arms are burning the whole time. Crazy. Great I, white shark. <laughs> want to catch a great white. <laughs> 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 and mounted on your wall. Mounted on my wall. Yeah. <laughs> Take up the whole wall. <laughs> I want to catch a megalodon. I do want to fish more. You know, it's something I wish I could do a little bit more, but see how things go. Yeah, I'm, I'm see, I'm more of a like outdoors camping, freshwater fishing, hunting, that type of outdoor setting. I love being outside like that. Yeah, what kind of hunting do you like doing? Uh deer. Deer's good. Deer's good. Have you guys ever been deer hunting? No. No. No? 
Sounds like it's about time. No. Now, do you go with like a, a rifle or old school like bow and arrow? I do have a bow, but mostly rifle. See, uh, I, I am interested in doing some big game hunting, but I do want to do it like old school with like a bow and arrow. See, everyone says that, and that's until they do it. That's all fun, <laughs> but you need to start with. I would recommend rifle hunting first. That way, you get used to the. It's easier. Yeah, you got to acclimate, so, kind so, of, you so know, work your way into it. Yeah, you learn the basics. You learn, especially when first starting out, you definitely want to learn the lay of the land, how to read stuff, um, you know, how to be moved quietly. Because when you're with a bow, you have to be 30, 40, 50 yards away from that deer. You you have to learn to sneak up on it. Yeah. Whereas with sure. a rifle, you can be 200 yards away. And you got to be yards. extremely quiet. Yeah, so learning with a rifle and just starting out that way is I think more beneficial because you learn some of the techniques and some of this stuff, especially if you've never done it before. Right. And then move into bow hunting. Yeah. There's definitely something uh, spiritual and about bow hunting that, that calls to me. That's why I purchased a bow and we, me and Tyler have talked about that before. Yeah. Um, we haven't actually gone out, but we've talked about it several times going yeah, we need, out and we shooting need to our go, bows and stuff. Go shoot our bows for sure. Yeah. And you know, then, so at the shooting range, they have like a bow section where you can go. No, that's or? the nice thing about bows is that I can you get the you know the block the target block and you can go anywhere. Yeah, I mean you're it's not like a gun where you're shooting it off and making a lot of noise. It's quiet. Right. I can I can do it right here in the driveway. No one hear me. <laughs> I wouldn't, but I'm just saying. There's some there's some crazy like broadheads out there too. For yeah. hunting. Have you seen any of the like any broadheads for bow hunting? Yeah. Scary looking dude. Yeah. I feel like that would tear me up more on the inside if I got hit with a freaking bow than a bullet. You know what's crazy is that they make some for like uh like turkey hunting. Yeah, the the tom bombs. Have you seen those? Yeah, they just they're designed to like lop the heads off of turkeys and yeah. shit. Yeah. Hey, I've been crazy. I've been turkey hunting. That was pretty fun. But let me tell you, they are a pain in the ass to clean. Yeah, because you have to defeather them and all yeah. that shit. We tried to. I mean, it took hours to pluck that thing. What? I'm glad you said pluck. But we were doing it the wrong way. <laughs> Apparently, you're supposed to boil it, you know, to loosen things up a little bit. Yeah. No, we just went after it. Yeah, you got to boil, boil it, and then the, the feathers come out easier. Yeah. I wish I would have known that. Oh, yeah. Bow hunting with a bow hunting turkeys, they make these, like we were saying, the tom bombs. Mm-hmm. And they, they're like, what would you say, like three inches, two inches in diameter? Easy. Yeah. And they're basically like three spirals all the way around, and they spin like this, like you know, as you shoot, they spin them, yeah. as you shoot them. Yeah. And so there's like a three inch diameter just going towards this turkey, and it's meant to like decapitate turkeys. Wow, yeah, that's freaking crazy, dude. Sounds like. Could fun. you imagine? Could you imagine getting hit in the stomach with one of those? Oh, you, <laughs> it's stick inside you. you that's an in, instant death. Yeah, like the bow hunting. That's I mean, people talk about guns and everything and right. dangers of it and. And I'm all for gun safety and knowing how to use one before you even use it. But, dude, bows are dangerous, too. Absolutely, yeah. Extremely dangerous. Yeah. You need to know how to use it. Especially with kids and stuff, yeah. Because you teach them young. the draw on a bow, yeah. I mean, it's designed for you. But, like, I have, like, what, a 60-pound draw? I mean, you're pulling back at 60 pounds of pull. You know, you can accidentally misfire that easily. Yeah, absolutely. Easily. So that's why, I mean... Definitely never pointed at anybody. 
I've done some bird hunting, like dove and duck and stuff like that, and it's fun. But I, I, I want to get into like some more big game stuff. And that's the that's the thing is that's why I, I like doing it is because a, it like brings me closer to nature. Like I feel like you know, I think a lot of us need that. You know, we're we're so removed from our roots, right? That we almost need to get pushed back in every once in a while and be part of Mother Nature and feel all that. Almost like this primal, like, this, like a pure primal spiritual essence of of being outside in the woods by yourself. Yeah, why don't you tell us about your uh, hunting trip where you know there's a lot of snow and everything? You showed me some pictures about it. Yeah, so last hunting last deer season, we went up and we went to the same spot we typically always go to, and there happened to be a forecast for snow. So we went up early because we're taking a trailer and went up early to beat the snow because I don't know if you've ever driven with a trailer up icy snowy roads. It's not not a lot of fun. So we got there early, got everything unloaded, found a spot, parked the trailer, got camp set up and all this stuff. And literally, like, it started raining like that morning because we got there that night. The next morning, it just started dumping rain. Like, I've never seen so much. It was like movie rain. And then, literally, that was probably like 8 o'clock in the morning. And by 10 o'clock, it was snowing. And so, and then it started blizzarding. And we probably had over a foot of snow within like five hours. So, I don't, it was rough. It was cold. Then, all of a sudden, like, we were outside, like, checking everything and, bunch of trees started dead falling snapping because the weight of the snow will do that there's dead trees yeah the of the on snow all the branches snap. and everything and we were parked pretty close in a in like a little valley of trees and we we're like yeah that's gonna kill us in our sleep <laughs> so we yeah. hooked the trailer back up in a foot of snow repositioned it in the middle of this uh like valley of prairie whatever and that way, if any of the trees fell, it wouldn't land on us. But I'm like, I'm glad we did, because right after we moved it, we put it in the middle and got everything back situated and got camp reset up, and all of a sudden, some tr- right where we were, like two trees fell. I mean, that, that could kill us or take the trailer out, or it'd make the trip very unpleasant. Right. But that's something that people don't think about, is deadfall trees. Yeah, no, I would have. I don't think I would have thought of that firsthand, at least... Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely always keep an eye on that because those are called widow makers. They're called that for a reason. Kill you. Wouldn't even know. If if it killed me, it would just be like make my mom's hat or whatever. Because <laughs> I'm not married or you have a I'm daughter. Fa- fairly your daughter sad. would be sad. Oh, that's fair. I mean, I don't want your daughter to not have her dad. But no, we we should do our wives. Camping, hunting trip. That'd be sick. That'd be cool. Go get your uh, Hunter's Ed. I think I think you already have it, don't you? Yeah, no, I've, I've had it for a while. Yeah, you just need to do it. Yeah, that's true. So, no, it'd be a lot of fun. Get a bow. Yeah, I, I need to invest in a bow. I need to learn how to shoot one first, though, before I start yeah. investing. Yeah, you're not shooting mine. I've had somebody shoot mine before, and it didn't go good. It's like, what, did they mess it up or something, or... I broke an arrow instantly because 
they misfired. Well, see, that's the other thing that I don't want. I need to practice on like some rental equipment or something. You know, I don't want to go and use someone's use Cody's. He said he's willing to share. Mine's a little heavier, even for me. I think it's about 70, 70 pounds, and I think I need to drop it at least ten pounds to get it for me. I'm a small guy, so like, I'm not gonna pretend like I. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm a tough guy. I can get seventy pounds. No, it needs to be comfortable. Exactly. That way you're comfortable shooting. Yeah, don't. It. That's the one thing with uh, shooting a bow is don't don't feel like you have to be a manly man. Right. Like, oh, I can do that. Do whatever works. Do, you got to do what's comfortable because you're gonna be in some awkward position. Maybe on your knees in a bush, and you're gonna have to draw that bow back to fire it. Right. So you gotta do what's comfortable. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I'm not gonna call you a you know, pussy because you can't draw 60 pounds or whatever back. You know. I'll keep that in mind in my in my bow shopping. <laughs> your bow shopping endeavors. Yeah. Definitely go to a, like a bow shop. Right. Because that they'll hook you up and they know exactly what you need and they can measure or, your or at least get all the measurements arm length from them. and stuff like that. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. That's good advice. Because when you were getting yours, I remember we had to yeah. like I measured you and we we went through that whole process of figuring it out because yeah. you have to know your arm length and all this and because then everything goes to the draw length of the bow down to the size of the arrows. Your arrows even have to be cut to a certain length. If you don't want it too short of an arrow, then it can't be docked. You have it pulled back. Right. It's on arm length and strength. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. Yes. And they, they can, like an actual bow shop, they have the um, the strength testers to know like what feels comfortable. Yeah. They have like these little devices that measure that. So you can actually know what weight would be, work good for you. So any, any other like um, outdoor hobbies for you guys? What about just like general camping? General camping, yeah. yeah. Say hiking. Yeah. Going to get a hike trail. I don't know about you guys, but I've done it to where I've like tent camped, but just like took my truck, went off roading, found a spot, and that's where I was I camped. Right. You know, like just like found a spot. And that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. not like stay at a like a campground. Yeah. But like just roughed it. Yeah. Slept in your bed of your truck or inside your truck? Dude, I have a story about that. I have slept in the bed of my truck. Parked a spot, slept in the bed of my truck overnight. Camping or uh, sleeping bag, all that stuff back there. I woke up to raccoons falling on me in the middle of the night. Oh, boy. Dude, I, had to, like, I was, like, fighting and kicking raccoons. <laughs> and then I, like, got in my truck and drove away. <laughs> <laughs> it was a fucking epic <laughs> raccoon battle in the middle of the night. Dude, it was terrifying. <laughs> That's one way to wake up for sure. Um, yeah, advice: don't sleep under a tree if you are sleeping in the bed of your truck. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah. If you go and find a spot, you know, you just uh, blow up a little air mattress in the bed of your truck, call it a day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, until the raccoons come or mountain lion. Yeah, <laughs> they like to hunt at night too. Oh shit! I didn't <laughs> think about that. Or coyote. <laughs> Lots of dangerous shit, up evidently, in the wild. Yeah. <laughs> Into the wild, man. Your favorite movie? Hey, I'm about it. <laughs> you learn a lot. I mean, as your experiences go, too, you learn pick up on some new things. Yeah, you can, like, I can track and know what animals are around or the trails they're using and stuff like that. And you just kind of learn all that with experience. And if you've ever smelt mountain lion pee, is very like, you know it's cat piss yeah and if 
you can smell their pee, that means there's one nearby. That means it just pissed. Right. Probably watching you. AKA, get the hell out of wherever you are. <laughs> just remain calm. Don't, you know, it's not. Don't just take off in a full on sprint. Yeah, they're not, they're <laughs> not going to come after you unless they feel threatened, just like any other animal. But or if they're hungry. They're hungry. Yeah, I guess, but it's a different, it's different than like the mountain lion stories you hear of like out in the hills or something where they attack somebody right. because they're like more by the city. So they're, there's not, there's less animals. Whereas in the middle of the woods, there's plenty of animals to keep them full. Right. So typically we're not like their first choice, but they're just more curious, you know, like what are we doing in their territory? Right. We're probably not the easiest prey. I saw like a video, I think it was on like, I don't know, it's probably a YouTube video or something, but you know, of a guy getting chased by a bear and he has this bear spray, you know, he's getting chased for like, you know, a few miles and finally the bear gets close enough and he sprays him and he goes away. But man, that'd be fucking scary. I've heard, a, I don't know how true the story is, but I've heard a story about a guy getting attacked by a bear and the bear like picked him up and the dude like shoved his arm down the bear's throat and suffocated the bear. But he, I mean, it tore up his arm, like almost cut his arm off. But he was he lived through the bear attack because he like shoved his arm down the bear's throat. That seems like a real lucky situation. Yeah, right. Like one in a million. <laughs> if I'm getting attacked by a bear, I'm probably not gonna shove my arm down the throat. Dude, I, it's not my first thing I'm gonna do. It's like a last resort <laughs> option. Like Well, him being held up by a bear, I would imagine that was a last resort. Yeah. There's not too many options you have in that. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I think uh, playing. Well, I hope to God I'm never in that position. I think playing dead is uh, <laughs> is not an option at that point. Yeah, I don't know about the whole playing dead thing. Just like, I mean. just like um, when it comes to like mountain lions and bears and stuff, is you never turn your back. Like, don't ever turn around and start leaving. Right. Yeah. Back up. Like, f- keep facing them. Yeah. As soon as you turn your back, you're prey. Right. So that's some advice, I guess. Don't turn your back to wild animal keep that in mind <laughs> for all the, the situations we're in or what? <laughs> yeah you never know like this is like the useless knowledge type of thing where you never know when you're in that situation you might need it that's probably the same for dogs right yeah some yeah. vicious dogs yeah, yeah, yeah. that yeah, we you don't. may or may not have mm-hmm. encountered <laughs> yeah same yeah you don't turn your back what about some uh, other hobbies that you guys have like what are some like I know we're all like in football, you like watching football, whether it's NFL, college, Pee Wee, I don't know, whatever. What's your guys' teams? Like uh, NFL teams, let's go around. 49ers. 49ers, why? Easy. Why? Um, I'm just all, I don't know why. I've always been a 49ers fan. I mean, when I was watching football, when it was I was like younger, the, it was like Steve, the golden. Steve yeah. Young, Joe Montana, <sighs> Jerry Rice. Jerry Rice, you know, it was like a golden era for, for them. What about you? Well, mine's the Rams, as you know. The Rams. We share that in common. Jesus. I am also a Rams fan. Yeah. You're surrounded today, Eric. Okay, why? Well, that was, so they were the, well, they were L.A. and then Los An- or uh, St. Louis. But when I was young, like the first, I remember watching Super Bowls, but the like first real Super Bowl that I like really paid attention to and like went and it was like a big deal that we went to uh, like the Fox, like the theater in town, and they like there was a big Super Bowl party, so they played it on the actual big screen and all that. 
was the 1999 Rams Titans Titans Super Bowl. So that was like the first real big Super Bowl I watched that I remember watching. And I was kind of that was like the the greatest show on turf days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was part of it. Was like that was like that. And I didn't really have a team. I did like I was a Cowboys fan when I was little, but that was just because like family thing and that was the thing to do because it was like you said the era of you know you had Aikman like Aikman and Emmett Smith, Smith and Michael Irvin yeah so that was kind of like everybody was a Cowboys fan type of deal and I wanted my own identity I guess I wanted my own team so after they won that Super Bowl I was like that was sick so I just kind of became a Rams fan but I stayed with them till now you know what I mean so right. it's not like I they started losing like they did and I jumped bandwagon or anything i stayed right. a rams fan so. even through those dark years yeah several dark there's years. a lot of dark years <laughs> a lot of dark years and but they won the super bowl this year so uh when Last i became year. a fan uh it's gonna be silly but like you guys remember nfl street the game yeah yes yeah when we started playing that game i would always pick them there's a marshall falk <laughs> well, not well. He has actually ended up being my my favorite player back in the day, running back wise. I have his jersey, but I have, I have his throwback too. And uh, but like him and Warner and uh, Isaac Bruce and all these guys that were in that game, um, just killing it. And and I would always enjoy playing with them. And I always played with that team. And that's essentially when I became a fan back then. Well, yeah, they were that they were called the greatest show on turf for a reason. Yeah. They're a powerhouse. Let's see, they had Toy Holt, Isaac Bruce, uh, Kurt Warner. Kurt Warner. No, I'm trying to think of the receiving core though. Oh, uh, Ricky Prohl. Ricky Prohl and Ozakim. Yeah, Ozakim. Yep. He's like the speedster. Yeah, yeah, they were they were fun to watch. Do you guys play fantasy football at all? I I used to more, but like I don't know years ago, it just got a lot. Became a lot, yeah. Trying to do like a because everyone wanted to be in have their own league, so I was in like a bunch of different leagues, and yeah. it just kind of like maybe it's something I'll start again, you know. But I had to take a break. Yeah, Cody, what about you? Yeah, I love it. I'm all about it. Me too. It's like, <laughs> but I do feel like I I feel you on the multiple leagues. You have to cap it somewhere, mm-hmm. like two to three is maximum. Yeah, absolutely. Once you're going over three, you have players that you're rooting for or rooting against, you have, you know, on each of your teams, you know, so it doesn't make any sense. Why don't we do this? Why don't we set up in our wives or friends league and we'll get, if any, um, like listeners want to participate, we'll, you know, send us. Welcome to the league. Yeah. We'll do like a, a league that way, you know, and all of our friends or whoever wants to participate and, and we can do an, our wives or friends podcast league and get like some of the listeners involved and stuff. I think it'd be a lot of fun. Yeah, that'd be fun. And, I think it would know, bring me back. A lot of the leagues, you know, they pay, you know, you do like a $50 buy-in or $100 buy-in. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it could be kind of lucrative. You know, I have one, one specific league that I've been playing for like over a decade. You know, I've won the league like three or four times. So it, it becomes kind of lucrative, you know. It's like kind of an investment. Okay. What, how much did you win? Uh, It's like a 10 or 12-person league. Um, year to year, so it's like, I think it's like a fifty or hundred dollar buy. I think it's a hundred dollar buy-in, so it's like, I don't know, you win like six hundred bucks. I'm too each poor year for that. or something. Seven hundred bucks. <laughs> I'm too poor for that. But times four, you know, that covers all your entries over the year plus some. Yeah, yeah. I've been a, 
over the last probably five years, I've been in been in at least one or two leagues every year, and I haven't got really any closer than third, fourth place. But either way, I still have a good time. I, I enjoy it. It makes you enjoy the other games that your team is not playing in. Exactly. You know Gives you mean? some interest to maybe watch a yeah. game that you normally wouldn't. And then you, you can you can chit-chat and talk shit with your buddies and be like, oh, man, oh, fuck you. This so-and-so is going to do better this week. Blah, blah. There's the camaraderie there, you know. Have you ever yeah. watched the show The League? Did you ever watch that? When it was, yeah, it's uh, fucking hilarious. I've watched it a couple <laughs> times now. Yeah, that's one of those shows that I've rewatched a bunch of times. Definitely funny. Yeah. I think another thing with fantasy is it's really a lot of it depends on luck, too. You know, there's obviously some kind of skill in drafting, you know, players you think are going to be good. But there's so many injuries throughout the year. I mean, really, it comes down to a lot of luck. Yeah, like 85% yeah. of it, I say, is luck. You have no luck. idea. Right. What's, and, and, then some, and then due to injuries, some people will pop off, and you have no idea if they're going to do well because they're getting stepped up, you know, and then like. Like how you know the third string you know, running back is going to have like a 30-point fantasy game. Exactly. Yeah. There's, there's no, always some. Know. Or some kind of dark horse ride receiver that has a great year that no one can predict at yeah. the beginning of the season, so. Or just like the number, your number one pick either gets injured or has like the worst year they've ever had. Exactly. <laughs> it's a crapshoot a little bit. I mean, there's some basic knowledge you can kind of use, but a lot of it's a crapshoot too. Yeah. Well, let us know if, uh, if that's something any of the listeners, any of you guys would be interested in is signing up for an Our Wives League. Maybe that's something we'll set up. I think that'd be a lot of fun. Do you guys watch college football at all? No, I don't. There- I, I do, but I'm kind of like a fair weather. I'm not like a diehard where I watch every single, you know, yeah. game. I watch like the big ones. I'm, I'm like, like like the top 25. Yeah, type deal. those are always good games to watch. It's hard to get into a, you know, when a three and four team's playing a, a two and eight team, you know. It's, yeah, and I'm not typically going to watch those unless it's like, you know, I'm a fan of that team. Exactly, but. yeah. But I try to watch the bigger games, you know, some of the Pac-12 games, which there's some news. Dude, have you, yeah, breaking news. I don't know if everyone knows this, but soon in the next few years, it looks like there's going to be, I know they announced uh, USC and UCLA moving to the Big Ten, right? Yep. But more have soon come out that Oregon and Washington and all these other teams also Gonna be eventually moving to the Big Ten. Wow, that's gonna be crazy a- times in college right now. Dude, college honestly, fan. college is a lot of fun to watch. It is. It's, it's like any team, any given Sunday, because you can have like some, you know, nobody school just pop off against a Big Twenty Five and upset. The upsets are real. I think that's why I like watching college so much, just because you have so many more upsets that yeah. you're like, dude, Notre Dame just lost to a two and eight team. Or whatever, you know? You're like, dude, that's ridiculous. I, I feel like uh, the spectrum's a little wider, too. It's either like an absolute blowout, it's either a close game or an upset, but you can get both sides of the spectrum. Like, the blowouts are also more significant, like where it's like 63-7. to seven. Dude, yeah, it's a lot of fun, though, because it's, like, exciting. They're always scoring touchdowns. And, like, some of the, like, real big plays happen, too, where it's just, I don't know. I've seen some crazy shit watching college ball that you'd never see in the NFL. Oh, yeah. Especially some of the things, like, you know, end of the game lateral, you know. Yeah, all that, yeah, that stuff where, where they're like uh, that last second field goal to try and win and it gets 
<laughs> recepted and ran back for a touchdown right. or something, you know? Crazy. This is <laughs> like that Auburn game like a few years back. We were playing Alabama. Yeah. And the Auburn ran that field goal back and ended up winning the game. Crazy, dude. I don't know. It's always a good week when Alabama loses. But that's just me. <laughs> I'd agree. Or any <laughs> SC team. SEC team for that matter. <laughs> Fuck them all. <laughs> That lateral that lateral game uh, reminds me of uh, longest yard when they call that schoolyard bullshit. Like mm-hmm. that, that lateral back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Yeah, I've seen That's that in a few NFL games, either workout or not workout. But like it's, it, it it's usually doesn't to watch. work out. But you know I mean? when it does, it's exciting. Yeah, and it's, it's funny just that like some of those things work out in college, but in NFL, I've never. Really, I mean, very really rarely do you see that. Yeah, because, I mean, in college, it's just a bunch of kids, right? They're not yeah, professionals yet. That's true. Whereas the NFL is, they're all getting paid, and they're all professionals. and Everyone's at the top of their class, really. Yeah. You can argue that the college guys want it more, though, because they're not getting paid. Well, they might be getting paid now. Right. With some of the uh, rule that's changes. A, that's but, a controversy. But that's, that's yeah, one of the reasons I've liked college ball more so than NFL in recent times, I feel like, is because... They play like they're trying to become pro. You know, they they put 110 percent in. Where, whereas some of the NFL players, they are they are pro. They're getting the big contracts already, so that they don't always play at f- their full potential. Right. Anymore. Some of them cruise. You know. Yeah. Some of them cruise by. You guys have the same thought, or I feel the same way. You know. Yeah. I mean, for the most part, to a degree. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, I mean, and we can sit and talk about football and NFL and college like forever be a whole episode yeah yeah well i think we'll do more once like the seasons start going yeah closer it's gonna be a good season yeah i think we'll do uh some some football episodes here and there but um well uh video games yeah did you play video games when you were a kid i did did i started on the sega i started with like the sonic games maybe a few baseball games i had a sega genesis yeah. I used to play... There's a Boogerman. Boogerman? Do you ever play that? I never played Boogerman, no. Oh, no, I don't know what that is. All right. <laughs> I played, like, Earthworm Jim. Do you remember Earthworm Jim? Yeah, I remember that. Or, say, like, the Sega, like you were saying, or the um, Sonic the Hedgehog and yeah, Mortal Kombat. Absolutely. Yeah. That's, like, the prime game on, on Those Sega. Are, yeah, Mortal Sonic Kombat. The yeah. Boogerman, yeah. though. I, dude, I don't... There's a legit Boogerman game, and it yeah. was fun. I've never, I've never heard of. Okay, well, go man. go through like the the yeah, storyline and is it just a booger. Like you play as a booger, I don't or a guy that like picks his nose. One hundred percent, but uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure you like shoot boogers at people and stuff like that. Like, <laughs> it was fun. It was a fun game, but like the Street Fighters, the hey, Mortal hey, Kombat. Uh, hey, booger man. We're actively looking for sponsors. They're definitely not around. And so. if you still have a Sega, you know, maybe look for the game out there. I still have a Sega. <gasps> you really? You do? Yeah, it's my wow. garage. So probably destroyed because play. of the heat. <laughs> it might be. It probably melted. <laughs> I had a. I had a Sega. Do you remember the Dreamcast? Vaguely, I had one, but it was like a short-lived kind of situation. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't have one, but I've played it. I don't feel like that because that was like came out after the Sega Genesis. I do remember the big one though was when PlayStation, the original PlayStation, came out. Oh yeah, that was so big. That was big. I'm uh, I don't know about you guys. I'm more of a PlayStation guy over Xbox. 
I don't know. I've always been. Yeah, I feel that. I always favored more to the Xbox side. But I started yeah. with a PlayStation, PlayStation 2, and all that. Right. And I wanted to play Halo. Okay. So I ended up getting Fair. Xbox One, like the original Xbox. And then the 360 came out. But that was like our group of friends. They, everyone was playing Halo. So I wanted to participate, you know. Right. And do like the online when that was like first the thing. Cody, what about you? What did you start out with? Uh, I, I definitely had a Sega, but like like my prime, my prime video game Atari. playing was definitely on sixty four. In sixty four, yeah, yeah. I had yeah. a, I had the Mario's and oh, dude, the Super Donkey Smash Kong, Brothers, Super Smash Bros. There's there's some clat like heart like Mario Kart classic. I don't think it gets better than Mario Kart. Yeah, the S- classic S- Mario Kart, Star Fox. Star Fox. Super Smash Bros. is up Super there, Super Smash too. Bros. is good, too. My my two favorite are probably Mario Kart and Super Smash Bros. Yeah, I didn't have an N64. I always knew someone that had one. But I had, you know, the original NES. And then I got a GameCube. I had a GameCube, and I played, like, Super Smash Bros. Melee <laughs> when that came out. But I also had a PS2 and a PlayStation, a GameCube. I had a, always had it, or a Game Boy. I always had Game Boy. Oh, I had Game Boys. Remember, remember when the Game Boy Colors came out? Shit. Yeah, I had, I had one of those. <laughs> I had the green one. I don't think I ever owned one, but I had friends that had them. Game Boys? Yeah. yeah. I was too hooked on PlayStation, though. I could take the Game Boy anywhere. I could play Heck Pokemon yeah. anywhere I wanted to. Absolutely. Hey, what about uh, for PlayStation, <laughs> the old Tekken games? Tekken? Dude, I loved, I've, I had all the Tekken those games. Those are great. Yeah. Dude, I remember playing Tekken. That was always fun. I'm pretty sure they either made or are making a Tekken movie. Really? I haven't seen it. I think I've seen some kind of preview for I think it. I've heard that, too. I think it's in the process. I think so. Do you ever play, like, the racing game, like, Gran Turismo? Oh, yeah. Like, I remember when the first Gran Turismo came out. That was fun. That was a good game, yeah. Did you have any of the, um, what do they call those? It was, like, the like the cheat code devices where you could put it, like, attach them? Yeah. What are the, what were those called? Game Genies? I don't know. You'd go up to these websites and look up all these game shark. codes. Game Shark. Game Sharks. Or what about like uh, there's like Need for Speed or there was of course Grand Theft Auto. Yes. Oh, Grand, the Grand Theft Auto was like a game. So changer. Grand Theft Auto three, because the first two were like top down scrollers, right. which nobody really. I mean, people played those obviously, but oh, I loved all of them. I didn't get introduced until Grand Theft Auto three when it was like you know more in depth and not a top down scroller. It's like. It, Nine-year-old me beating up prostitutes <laughs> on Grand Theft Auto, stealing cars and and shanking prostitutes to get your money back after you banged them. <laughs> well, the 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 absolute classic Grand Theft Auto has got to be San Andreas, right? Yeah, I, I played. I had San Andreas. Yeah. What was the original one? Uh, original what? Original it's Grand Theft Auto. Grand Theft Auto One. Yeah, I don't. It was, it was a called. top-down scroller. San Andreas was cool, though. San I think Andreas was San Andreas cool. was like two or three. But there right? was Vice City. Yeah. There was Vice City was, was two, four. right? Four, you think? Because it went Grand Theft Auto 1, Grand Theft Auto 2, Grand Theft Auto 3, which was the one, like the, the first main one where you were actually like in a you know first-person type. I think second person. was Vice City, and I think the third was San Andreas. For Grand like, Theft Autos? I, I feel like so. Vice no. City was after San Andreas. Was it? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So it went Grand Theft Auto 3, and then I want to say it was San Andreas okay, that, after that. that. And then it was like Vice City. Sense, yeah. They were probably right. 
Or it was the other way around. It was either Vice City, San Andreas, or San Andreas, Vice City. No. San Andreas is the older one, for sure. That's like the OG. Yeah. Well, keep talking. I'm going to look it up. Okay. Well, I remember on Vice City, it was cool because you can get on, like, dirt bikes and stuff, you know? Yeah, yeah, I don't know if that was uh, on San Andreas or not. Well, what I Anyways, it's a great game. What I miss most of all is the cheats. Yeah. Remember you could buy the cheat code books and stuff like that? Yeah. And tell you all the cheats. And you like you a just, helicopter out of nowhere. It was so easy just to type in this like button layout code and then you could fucking, <laughs> you could have a helicopter, you could have a car that floats on water and shit. Like it's, I don't know. It's, it's it definitely is a big part of my, my childhood video game. Yeah. That was, you know, I don't know. Era. There's like a select few games that go into like kind of like the video game hall of fame. And that has to be. All right. I have the breaking right here. Okay. Let's hear it. Okay. So Grand Theft Auto 3 came out in 2001. Okay. Vice City came out 2002. Okay. Oh, San okay. Andreas didn't come out till 2004. Wow. I'm surprised. All right. So it was Vice out. City for Fi- Grand Theft Auto 3, then Grand Theft Auto Vice City, and then, then, then San, San Andreas. Andreas. Yeah. Well, well, there's been several after that, too. What were those called? Well, Grand Theft Auto 4 and Grand Theft Auto 5, Liberty Cities, whatever. But it was 4, then 5. I think now I just lost track after. Now they're coming out there's with... so many. Now they're coming out with 6. Which is going to be dope. be crazy. Yeah. I think I the, the limit is... What you could do is probably endless. Well, I think if we're going to talk about video games, we need to talk about Call of Duty, right? Yeah, I probably... Do, like. OG all the way up till now, I guess. Yeah, because I mean, after Halo, it was essentially Call of Duty that took over. Yeah, and the original like Modern Warfare's. Yeah, no, that's, yeah, that's up there too. The whole series really, and the online play kind of took off right about you know first yep. generation Call of Duty. Yeah, I um I remember I was like a huge uh, SOCOM Navy SEALs. I remember SOCOM. That was a great <laughs> SOCOM game. SOCOM was a classic. We but play. then Call of Duty came out and just kind of wiped it out completely. Yeah, we used to play um, a, a couple of buddies of mine. We used to play Rainbow Six, uh, Vegas, and then Vegas Two came out. And that was we had a lot of fun playing that because that was like an online, but like tactical, you know, first person shooter. Right. We were actually we had actually a pretty good group. Like we almost didn't lose ever. It was a lot of fun. Right on. I wish there was like tournaments back then because we probably would have done really well. Yeah, no, I got really into SOCOM where we had like, you know, it was like our, our group clan that would play together. We'd play other groups and stuff, and it was like really intense. Yeah, I remember SOCOM. It was a lot of fun. It was the same type of thing where it was like real tech technical and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you had to use a lot of strategy. Exactly, yeah. You always had like, you know, some of your snipers staying back. I liked, uh, the only difference was a lot of Call of Duty stuff that I played was mostly respawn. I don't know if you guys usually played mostly respawn, but I know on SOCOM it was like they'd have rounds, so it's like once you get killed, like like elimination style. Yeah, yeah, it's like you'd have to sit and watch everybody else and think about, okay, I need to not get killed as early in this next round. Yeah, yeah, elimination because you're just sitting there watching kill cams until the round's over. Yeah, so it kind of increases the strategy a little bit. But have you played any of the new um, like Rainbow Six games, like the new one? Rainbow Six. Uh, I'm a little out of touch on video games right now. That one's that one's got a huge um, uh, professional, like you know they just play it on ESPN sometimes. Yeah. Wow. Cody, do you still play? Do you still game? Uh, I do, but mostly mostly where I'm at is uh, if 
I want to play sh- like first person shooter. I'm gonna do Warzone, and and uh, it's very casual because we all have our lives, and <clears throat> it doesn't it doesn't quite fit in sometimes. But like when I have time and I and I have do you time like the, to relax you like, and chill? You like the battle royale type type stuff? I do, but uh, I I like the battle royale only if I have other people I'm gonna play with. Yeah, same. I don't play battle royales by myself. If if I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play by myself. It's usually like a plunder type deal where you, I can. What do you play Warzone on? PlayStation Four. It is crossplay. So it is. Cross I, play. I do have a PC that has that. I play it. Could play with you. Yeah, but we don't. But we don't. Yeah. Do oh. you guys play uh, PC <laughs> games like old school PC games or? Like, what would be the definition of an old school PC game? Maybe like a... Or an example of... Age of Empires or like Diablo? Uh, I have played like some of the Diablos and stuff, yeah. I used to be like a huge Diablo fanatic, like Diablo 2. They're coming out with a new one. And they remastered Diablo 2. I'd be interested. Yeah. I'm never, I was never a huge PC gamer, but those are two PC games that I did. Well, I, I ended up switching. I... I Moved away from Xbox and bought a PC, and because like I said, like the same as like all my friends ended up switching and playing PC, so it's like you know I don't want to be the only one by myself. You just kind of like move with everybody, you know. Yeah, a popular game or whatever he's playing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's why Warzone is so popular, and now. everything's Everybody available. Everything's available on PC. Plus, I can just I can keep upgrading it. You know, I don't have to buy a whole new console. Right. I can just you know every few years pop in a new part and get it running. And that's all I use it for. I don't use it for like normal computer stuff. I only use it for gaming. I think people who who play PC on like even Warzone or some of these other games have an advantage for sure. Would you would you guys say that? That's debatable. That's what I've heard. Because I have been able to stomp on keyboard and mouse with a controller. But you can play with a controller on PC. Sometimes, yes. But that's you. You get the same aim assist as you would on console, so it doesn't make sense. So if I play me playing on PC with a controller and you playing on PlayStation with a controller, there's no advantage or disadvantage. I still have the same aim assist you have. I think it Perhaps, comes down yeah. to skill. Well, sometimes it you can improve your field of view. You can do that on on uh, certain games on your. Console too. They're starting to uh, like bring that kind of uh, stuff over. It depends on the game, I guess. But like as far as Warzone goes, your field of view, you can open it up much more. And, it, and for people who don't know what that is, it's range you can see essentially with your with like your peripherals, your view. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's a designated view that you have based on what system you're on, and then you can open that up so that you can see. We'll say 180 degrees. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, it, it, it that makes sense. Yeah, some games are definitely more customizable on PC than on console, but I guess in that sense, I may have the advantage. But I've always been a huge fan of like the sports games too, like the Madden. Madden. Uh, I never got into like FIFA though. I'm not really like soccer. Guy. I was never huge on it, but I always enjoyed playing it. I was just never a diehard. Yeah, I was more of like, like the NHL games. I don't even dude, watch hockey that much. NHL, but fun dude, to play. The NHL games are so fun. Yeah, so fun. And uh, they had, they used to have the college football games. Those were fun. They need to bring those back. 
Um, With the players getting paid now, eventually. I even like the NBA Live games. Those are always fun. Uh, the sports games, I don't know. I always found a lot. Especially Madden. Madden's probably the top sports game. I played Madden. I don't remember the last time I played a Madden game, to be honest. I used to buy them every year. Every year I would get the Madden game. But yep. I don't remember the last time I even got one. I haven't played any current sports games, really. But I did play some old school ones. Like on 64? Mm-hmm. Definitely played some. Oh, like or, the NBA Street, yeah. stuff like that? Yeah, on you, PlayStation, they they made an NBA Street as well. So they went across sports with, with NBA and NFL Street stuff. Yeah. And I did play uh, NBA Street, and I don't know. I just really enjoyed playing those games. Those are fun. Even like Blitz? Yeah. Where you do like a backflip NFL, over someone? Uh, Dude, they had those yeah. like in the arcades. It was, like, it was Remember they were like, they had an yeah. arcade set up too where you'd play NFL Blitz. Right. You can just like break people's backs and stuff. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah, it's, it definitely had a good time playing a lot of them games. Yeah, video games have always been kind of a our generation thing because, well, they came out in the 80s. You know, they were right. popular in the 80s. And like then, Pong. But the like golden age. Of like the graphics and 3D graphics and all this stuff, like yeah, definitely like us. I recently played one of those VR video games too. Okay, mm-hmm. um, it was so much fun. It was a blast. Like I, I would really be interested in purchasing one of those. What game did you play? I don't know what it's called, but they play music and basically you have these little VR things and um, they're kind of like lightsabers. Oh, Beat Saber. Yeah, and so you like have to hit these blocks, you know, according to the beat of the music. Mm-hmm. So you're moving around, and I don't know. It was so much fun, though. Yeah, you got to play. I've done the, I've done the uh, VR stuff a couple times. I had a buddy that had, like, the full setup, and he had the sensors in his house. Yeah. In his living room. Oh, wow. Like, mounted and stuff. You could set them up. That's, ha- that's would, hardcore. It would tra- yeah. track, trace the whole living room. So yeah. Yeah present the obstacles so that you couldn't run into stuff and um that was that was a lot of fun what'd you bring me oh i want a drink yeah where's my drink (laughs) just had like a starbucks delivery wow (laughs) middle of the podcast yeah thank you sign me up (laughs) anyway uh what was i talking about I'm excited oh, for VR. Uh, VR. VR, VR. Yeah. So I played, have you played like Super Hot? Have you played that game? No. So it's, no. A, sh- it's a shooter, but it's, it's pretty trippy. The, when you move, you speed up time. And if you slow, you can slow down time the slower you move. So like you have all these guys, like they, they do like it's a level based and you have to like clear each level. Right. But there's guys like coming after you and you have to kill all these guys. Like a shooter game? It's a shooter. Okay. But you can use other things in the guns. Like I can take, shoot, shoot, and I can increase time and speed up. Or I can, as they're shooting me, I can slow time and go like full on Neo Matrix. Like you have to dodge their bullets <laughs> and stuff or objects like knives that they throw at you or whatever. Right but on. you can also like duck down and I've grabbed like a knife like right here and like thrown it. Like it's a lot of fun. That's a fun game. I end up like, you end up sweating a lot because you're like, you look like a dumbass. Right. everyone else because you're like <laughs> ducking and moving and doing all this shit you know but to you you're like this is badass right i've also done one like the roller coaster ones where it makes you feel like you're in a roller coaster there's also one where we used to put a a, a wooden plank like 
like a four by four or two by four or something on the floor and it's a an elevator and it takes you up all the way up and you have like everything on and it, the door opens and there's just like a plank that you walk out over like traffic so you, you put the actual plank out and it makes you feel like you're actually walking on it right so you dude, think you might fall or whatever dude it's if you feel like you're actually high up <laughs> it's really trippy i'd be i'd be interested for sure yeah it's pretty they, they have all kinds of vr stuff yeah that's crazy they got a uh join the metaverse a metaverse yeah that's what i was getting ready to say <laughs> no, they got I, a metaverse uh, that you can um after my recent experience, assault, I'm definitely assault like, people and do all kinds of crazy. I'm, shit. I'm pro VR, so I might look at them, maybe buying one. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Uh, depends on the kind of VR, though, too. Like if you're getting one that's like the PlayStation VR, right, or whatever, then that's all right. But if you want like one of the super high end ones, all right. it's you gotta have a nice PC to run it because it takes a lot to run the super nice stuff. Yeah, for the expensive ones, I guess. I'm actually I'm excited too for my kids to maybe like start playing video games a few years down the road. Ooh, it's a cake pop. <laughs> Got me a cake pop. Well, it's a birthday cake flavor. Yeah. You like do you like cake pops? I do. Yeah, they're good. I'd rather have it. I think I'd rather have like a cake pop than like an actual piece of cake. I'm I'm in that boat as well. Mm. Yeah, good. What do you think? Delicious. You want to lick? I'm going to pass today, but... You want to lick, Cody? Cody went. He just got up and left. I don't know. Are you excited? Is, uh, do you see your daughter playing video games? Um, yeah. She'll, uh... There's been a few times where I, like, I've played games and she'll sit on my lap and want her own controller. Yeah. Or whatever. And so I put one that's not plugged in. Yeah. Know, do that whole thing. She's definitely interested. It's funny because, like... I feel like when we were growing up, like, girls weren't as interested in video games. I mean, maybe this is just my experience. So then, like, as time has progressed, it seems like it's changed a lot. Yeah, my sister likes playing games. She plays a lot of video games with all her friends. Yeah. Or <clears throat> that cake pop got to me. Bad idea. Welcome back, Cody. You go take a piss? Uh, yeah, nobody knew about it but until you talked about it, but it's fine. I turned around, you were gone. <laughs> you know, sometimes when you're um, having a good time and drinking a few beverages, you broke mean, the seal. I broke the seal early, bro. Early, early. That's it's a, just part of it. Yeah, that's a bummer. Some might say it's part of being a dad. Party foul, breaking the seal. I had several drinks before I even got here. And anyway, we were talking about. Remember what we were talking about? VR. We well, kind of finished we talking, talking about, about video VR. games in yeah. general. Yeah, yeah, we're kind of wrapping up the video games. Okay. I just want to say one, just real quick. Yeah. There are some naughty things on there as well. Take VR? Take that with where you will. Absolutely you got naughty like, things. I was introduced uh, Are you saying it. that there's like Pornhub VR? Yeah. Pornhub, we're actively seeking sponsors. I think I'm going to go uh, look for VR this afternoon. Are you really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. I, the first time I was introduced to it was a, was a, a game where it was like a first person shooter type deal where it was very slow motion and and and, uh, and that and then and then it progressively went to hey check this out and then I put it on my head and it was like oh there are several girls here that are um, 
pretty and um looking at me and <laughs> yeah it progressed from there so we'll just uh we'll leave it up to the imagination but all it looks like to everyone else is you just got a headset on with your dick out <laughs> <laughs> yeah don't do that with at a party with friends it's definitely gonna be awkward it's gonna be frowned upon yeah definitely frowned upon. depends on the kind of party man <laughs> If it's that kind of party, everybody's got a headset on. So. <laughs> You're just having an orgy in the metaverse or what? It's a metaverse orgy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's stray away from this. And that's like, the last this, thing this I want to say about this. Just go down a rabbit hole. Go on. Real Where quick, there's, there is one thing that I think needs to get brought up. Was Eric, when we first got here, you were telling us a story about a, a haircut adventure. Oh yeah, I think you. I, this is off topic, but I, I think this this story needs to get shared because it was pretty funny. Let's go down this rabbit hole. I went to get my haircut downtown yesterday, and there's a lot of uh, there's not much parking downtown. It's kind of weird, so I had to park, you know, halfway down the street a little bit in front of this tattoo shop. So uh, I get out, I go to get my haircut, and there's a homeless man down downtown, kind of talking to himself. You know, he's, he's pretty out there. And uh, I was like, okay, no biggie. I just passed this guy. I kind of ignore him. And when I come out of my haircut, like 30 minutes later, he was outside of the tattoo shop talking to uh, some guys that are smoking a cigarette out there. And so I'm walking to my car, and I kind of hear some, you know, some uh, emotion a little bit where they go, hey, you know, it's it's time for you to leave. It's time for you to leave. And he starts getting really aggressive with these guys and yelling at them and really kind of like almost not charging them, but really getting in their face, you know? So I get in my car and, uh, I could have taken off, but you know, I was like, man, I gotta, I gotta see what happens here. Like, yeah. you know, is this homeless guy going to lose it on these guys or what, you know? And, uh, out of nowhere, some just like huge guy comes walking out of that tattoo shop with a, with a taser. And, uh, he starts, you know, almost prodding the, prodding the homeless man and uh with this you can see the electricity on this thing he's all zapping it yeah he's zapping it and saying scare hey him man, off. you gotta get the fuck out of here and uh the homeless person saw the taser and uh man scared the shit out of him he got all of his shit and fucking started running down the street so <laughs> it was pretty funny it's pretty funny to watch this unfold as i'm like just sitting in my car <laughs> that's the the adventures of getting a haircut yeah just just went to go get a haircut, and I got a show, too, so. <laughs> That's the adventures of the town we live in. <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> the downtown homeless zombie apocalypse. Oh, my mm. gosh. Mm-hmm. I think that's everywhere, though. I don't think that's just here. Oh, no. Ah, I don't know. I recently talked to somebody. I mean, I didn't. Okay. Hmm. I kind of picked up on a third-party conversation of someone that was out of state. Mm-hmm. And they had never seen a homeless person before. I have encountered people that live out of state that have never seen homeless people like, either. They're in culture shock. Like I've I've never seen a homeless person before. Yeah, but I think that's just like a California thing. Absolutely. I don't know. Well, yeah, I mean, it gets they get shifted from other. I don't know if you have heard this rumor, but like they get shifted from other towns. Other towns will buy them a bus ticket, and yeah. then shift them down this way. <laughs> shift them shift them it's just uh ship yeah. maybe i said ship them either way it's the same thing yeah they just fedex fedex them to different cities yeah via and Gray, then that city Greyhound. gets tired of them and then they buy them another bus ticket and they send no, them to another we just, city we just keep 
keep making it okay to be here, essentially. Well, that's not for us to figure out, I guess. Yeah, that's a very, very uh, serious topic. Was, Maybe yeah, we my, should not talk about it. My haircut <laughs> adventure the other day. Yeah, Cody, you, you turned out a way, sorry, figured sorry, out a way sorry. to make this a buzzkill. <laughs> buzzkill, buzzkill. Sque- squeeze me. Squeeze me. Are there other... So this shift. I just okay. I thought it was a funny story, so I thought I needed to get out there. But shift towards any other hobbies that maybe you guys you guys have or want to talk about. I know what about um yeah, uh so I barbecue and food and that type of stuff. I know that that's kind of hobbyish, right? I mean the grill master Take take pride in that. Like I just last the other night, like bar- or smoked a brisket, and that was an adventure in itself. I mean, it's not like I can just do it, you know, in thirty minutes and it be done. How long did it take you to smoke your brisket, and what was the size of the brisket? Uh, it was like a ten pound brisket, and it took me about ten hours. But I started it like Friday night at like seven thirty. I put it on. And about 3.30 in the morning, so like eight hours later, it was right at the temperature I wanted it to be. I just was up all night, like, checking on it because I was, you know, just paranoid that right. I had a barbecue or a smoker going all night. I didn't want to sleep. Right. I didn't want to burn the house down or anything or something go wrong. So I was just paranoid and up all night. And then, so, yeah, about 3.30, it was at the temperature I wanted, so... I pulled it off, wrapped it in butcher paper, and then put it back on the smoker for another, like, two hours or so. And and then after that, it was right at that temperature that I wanted. So I actually took it off, wrapped it in saran wrap cellophane just to keep all the moisture in, and then put it in my ice chest until dinner. And by the time dinner rolled around... It was still hot. The ice chest kept it kept it hot. So, <clears throat> excuse me, sorry. Kept it hot. It was delicious. Just fell apart. So good. But it takes time. You know, it's like kind of a hobby because yeah, there's trials and tribulations. Yeah, there's a lot that goes into it. It's not just like I'm gonna buy this meat and do it. Like you gotta have the smoker, the seasonings, the prep. I mean, it's kind of a, it's a hobby for sure. Time is a big issue. A big, a big part of that. Yeah. That's why I, I can do something like that on a weekday. Right. Where we have time to monitor and stuff like that. Yeah. Cody, what do you like to grill up? Uh, I'm big on tri-tips. And I hate to say it, but like I'm big on tri-tips. I love to, uh, even if it's like a 24 uh, soak, I guess you could say. Uh, with marinade? Like marinade. That's what I'm looking for. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um. With a tri-tip, I like to do like a like a red wine vinegar with like a uh, Worcestershire sauce uh, as a marinade with some olive oil and uh, maybe a little like steak seasoning on top of it. Sounds really good, actually. Yeah. And if you give it like 24 hours, sheesh, delicious. Hmm. There's always like a huge uh, tri-tip brisket kind of debate, you know. Yeah, back, there's more than one east, way to skin a cat. Back east, you know it's brisket. I mean? <laughs> they don't even know about. It. They don't even eat tri-tip. Yeah, back east, it's more of a brisket thing, mm-hmm. and uh, out west here, it's uh, more of a tri-tip thing. Yeah, 
Yeah, I, I personally, if I had a preference, I, I lean towards tri-tip, but I respect brisket too. Yeah, it's just a different cut of meat. Right. You know, the prep is different. And everything. A tri-tip, you can, you know, you don't have to do the whole prep and smoke it for hours. You can, I mean, that can be just a quick, you know, hour-long, 30-minute cook right. if you need it to be. Yeah, there's so many different cuts of meat. Like, it's like uh, the, uh, there's a cut of meat uh, near the rear of a cow. Uh, it's called a pecana. Mm-hmm. It's, like, it's almost like a small tri-tip. It's a little bit smaller than a regular tri-tip, but it's a tender piece of meat. You like cow no. ass. You like eating that, eating that cow ass. Eating ass. <laughs> you like ATM. You talking shit? <laughs> no, that meat is. I am just saying it's delicious, and there's not a whole lot of fat at that part. There's not a whole lot of trimming that needs to be done. Where do you so, get a pecan? Do you get it like a, a butcher block? There's or? a local butcher block. But it's called. Uh, but it's called the butcher block here yeah, in right, town. Yeah, 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 that's where I I go. I go there. Yeah, off Hageman. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Sorry, I didn't mean to blow up our spot, but like, <laughs> yeah, our listeners are gonna be googling like Hagman. Oh, block. who cares? Come on, like really? Let's go. Hey, uh, butcher <laughs> block. We are looking for. I would, like, I, dude. I would love to have a. That's probably. A, I know. I have a connect. That, actually, that'd be an ideal dude, sponsor. I, dude, I would love to have like a butcher block sponsor. It'd be sick. I have a connect with that. With that. In, that butcher block we're talking about. Look it up with the pod, man. No, I'm oh. not sure because you were just talking shit about the, the fact that I said Hegeman. So. No, I wasn't. That's not why. No, that's not why. No. No, I, I, dude, having a having a butcher sponsor that'd be sick, dude. Yeah, that's cool. Love that. Yeah, well, the, well, they they sell the the pecanas individually. Mm-hmm. Almost, I guess, uh, a little bit smaller tri tip. But it's tender meat and it's really good. How much how big are they usually? Like uh they're wise. probably roughly two thirds of the size of a tri-tip. Okay. It's a little bit smaller, but it's real tender. Are they more no, expensive? There's no fat. They're almost no fat. Not always good though. Well, I mean there's a little bit. That's where where you get all your moisture from. It's just going to be dry meat or what? Well, no. I mean, there's other ways to moisturize your meat as far as oil and stuff like that. Olive oil. Or lotion. <laughs> lotion it I, feel like, I feel like you're attacking me. I'm not attack- Are you attacking me? No, I'm not attacking you. I was being, I was curious. Yee, I was just curious why it's, you like it. No, yeah. I'm, not, I'm just saying, this is, it's, it's, it's kind of like a loin. Before. It's right? nice. Kind of like where it's like super lean. Yeah. And like a loin. Very lean. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 a good slice of meat, but then not a lot of people know about it because it's not a real popular slice of meat. I, I'm gonna try it out of curiosity next time I'm there for sure. He's all that that bull penis. No, that's like that's a cut of meat people don't really know about, but it's super tender. <laughs> <laughs> I eat the cow vagina right off. You know what? I get I get not wanting to waste shit, but like if I'm being honest. No, I'm good. <laughs> You're not going to fry some cow lips or what? No. Some buffalo hoof? What about, uh, have you guys had Rocky Mountain Oysters? Which is bull balls? Yeah. Yeah, yeah no. No, I've had I've had turkey nuts. <laughs> I haven't had those. <laughs> I've had turkey nuts, but not. I've had uh, lamb fries. They call them lamb fries. Yeah. And they're actually, they're prepared correctly. They're, they're pretty damn good. What is lamb fries? I'm sorry. 
it's nuts. Uh, lamb nuts. <laughs> okay. Lots of test, lots of genitals of animals talking about right now. <laughs> <laughs> I say we do a smorgasbord and we get some some bull balls, turkey nuts, lamb fries. Let's just do all of it. It should be like a blindfold taste test. So it's like live, tell, yeah, live. <laughs> That's <laughs> too <be> sweet. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let's just throw a couple penises in there. Let's put it this way: I've had lamb fries prepared well, like really well, and I've had them prepared really shitty. And uh, it makes a difference how it's prepared. You're an expert, I guess. Huh? You're an expert on lamb nuts? On lamb nuts. <laughs> I'm your guy. <laughs> but I'm, I'm assuming that's with anything, though. Girl, I don't you could like have a... Up. I like them straight off the lamb. Depends on how things are prepared. You know, you might really like something. Prepared to... Yeah, it's all mm. personal preference. Of course. Everyone's going to like what they like. Can't please everybody. Can't please everyone. It's the way it is. All you can do is put a fake smile on and say it was good and move on. <laughs> Cody over here eating his cow ass. I'm sure it's good. I'm going to have to try it now. Eat now, ass. now, yeah. Now you seem jealous. I'm like, jealous. Like you haven't eaten cow ass and shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm actually, I'm, in, I'm intrigued. I'm when I do go there. I go there like you know maybe once every couple weeks. So. We get that kind of yeah. Let's yeah. let's go to the butcher block. We'll, we'll do a live episode right in the middle and not tell them that we're showing <sighs> up. Yeah, I'm telling you, they would be all about the sponsorship. Hey, they have some pretty good uh, jalapeno poppers there, too. Dude, they have lots of different types of uh, sausage there, too. Mm-hmm. They have a macaroni, like a chili verde macaroni sausage. What's your block for? Hook us up, we'll send people your way. It's really good. Yeah, they do like a taco night where you buy all the fixings. They even do like meat you can't get typically, like elk and yeah, venison and all that kind of stuff. We actually yeah. we did a taco night, you know, not mm-hmm. too long ago, yeah, yeah. probably a couple weeks ago. Yeah, we went there and got got all the meat and stuff. It was worth it. Yeah, and they sell a lot of local stuff. It's a good. Good spot. It's always people in there. Any other, uh, well, any other like food stuff? You guys like? Have you guys like had a, like a quest to find like the best burger? You ever done that? I definitely have some spots where I have gone where the burgers are fucking real good. I know there's one spot that I've gone. Called Bombay's. I won't say where it's at, but like it's they they have a burger that has a hot dog split on top of it. It's real good. Like you get the best of both worlds. Yeah, delicious. I think the best burger I've the best burger I've probably ever had was a place called Hop Dotties. You ever been to Hop Dotties? No. no. They we don't have one here, but they actually. <laughs> they make they make their buns fresh every day, every morning, and then they take a, I want to say it's ribeyes, and they ground up their beef every morning for the burgers. So it's like everything's super fresh. the The lettuce is you know fresh and cut every day as needed, and it's just it's just such like a good quality tasting burger that you can't beat it. It's just so good. Plus, they have like tons of beers on tap, and can't go wrong there. That always makes the, the 
burger tastes better. That's another hobby too, is like beer. I feel like, uh, like Every, going to some breweries. Like, yeah, like everyone has like their, you know, IPAs or their uh, small brewery type beers that they prefer. I always like going to a brewery and getting like the little flights that they have. Mm-hmm. So you know, you go and you read all these beers, and you're like, man, there's there's quite a few that I think I could like. And then you just kind of put them all together, and uh, and find out what favorite one is at that brewery yeah that's fun it's like wine tasting they do like the way they do breweries now is like a winery where like you do the all the tasters and right it's like an experience a lot of fun i've been to uh, i've been to like quite a bit of breweries i guess but they keep like popping up with more yeah hard to like keep up (laughs) and then they have micro breweries where that's more local type breweries that are kind of cool it just depends on what you what you're into you know yeah no i'm all about it they always usually have pretty good food there too yeah they always have decent food at the, those places but no yeah. i like to obviously you can go and pick like a blind one off the wall and see you know you you obviously have an idea of what you like between ipas and these different kinds but it's always cool to get like a flight and just put them all together and just try different kinds yeah. mm-hmm. well i think that we should wrap it up here i think that was a pretty good i know there was a few topics that we didn't get to but maybe we'll save that for a part two or something absolutely it just kind of seemed like there was there's a lot of stuff that we like doing i guess yeah and this is kind of i think it's like more of like a selfish episode you know we were more talking about us not necessarily us being dads but that's okay we're allowed to do that every once in a while fair yeah yeah i mean we gotta keep coming up with new shit right it can't always i mean we're gonna eventually run out of dad stuff to talk about i don't want to think that way cody we'll never run out of dad stuff okay okay (laughs) sure well thank you for joining us cody that was uh i know you had fun last time we were here and people enjoyed your episode so we wanted to bring you back great to have you back on the show yeah a lot of fun um you're Looking for us anywhere? We are on Facebook, Instagram, uh, almost Twitter, and we're on TikTok. So hit us up if you got any questions or if you're interested in that fantasy football league, let us know. Um, Other than that, everyone have a good day. Thank you.